Hey, come over here, kid. Learn something. You never know. You might have to cook for 20 guys someday. You see? You start out with a little bit of oil. Then you fry some garlic. Then you throw in some tomatoes, some tomato paste. You fry it. You make sure it doesn't stick. You got it to a boil. You shove in all your sausage and your meatballs. Huh? And a little bit of wine. And a little bit of sugar. And that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? I got more important things for you to do. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I'm gonna make them an offer he can't refuse. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys and girls, girls, please welcome the one and only, only. The hottest DJ in the game, DJ Brooklyn Mike. Are you ready? In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1. Thank you. 
been two weeks since I've been back, uh, so, uh, well, it's been two weeks since I've been gone. Right. And so I'm back here and uh, smelling the tomato sauce and the meatballs cooking. Yeah. It's Brooklyn Mike right now with Lisa, right from uh, sitting here with my back brace and as strong as ever. That's right. Sun shining and you're sitting upright, so that's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yeah. Watching the sunshine and then sun rising from here. Hey, uh, we got a special guest coming today. Wow. Exciting. He, you know, don't uh, don't be confused with his name because he's a he's a he's a bigger paisan than some Medigan around here. <laughs> Greg Benzlowitz. Benzlowitz. Greg Benzlowitz. He's gonna stop by the studio. He's been dying to get on the show and. 25 at the 25. I hope you can find the uh, 25th, floor. 25th floor here on the studio. But uh, yeah, Greg uh, Greg's a, a good paisan. Uh, like I said, don't be confused with his uh, last name. Uh, he's a retired detective lieutenant of the city of Geneva PD. And also currently he's the Ontario County Republican uh, supervisor for the city of Geneva. Covering districts uh, for uh, District 3, which covers Wards 5 and 6. Right. 
So uh, looking forward to having Greg on the uh, show today. Yeah, he's been pretty excited. He's like, I got to come over on the Sunday morning. Yeah, he's... Uh, so he's going to pop in. So he, he he's also from Brooklyn. Yeah, originally. Yeah, he's originally from Brooklyn. Uh, came up here years ago and became a police officer and also a, a detective. And uh, Greg, uh, pretty... Uh, He's got a pretty good uh, record there. He's uh, was on America's Most Wanted and yeah, uh, several gonna... several other uh, big uh, uh, high profile cases. So uh, yeah, we'll talk about that when he comes. So we're looking forward to it. He's on his way, and uh, he's going to be joining us here on the twenty fifth floor in the uh, Exchange Street Plaza. <laughs> Exchange Street Plaza. <laughs> Why can't you? Sure. So. You turn on Exchange Street, look for the largest building, and head for that, and then uh, take the elevator to 25th floor, and uh, you'll be at our studio. Yeah. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. <laughs> I'll be in the kitchen. <laughs> there you go. We got a kitchen on the 25th floor. We do. Hey, you got to cook sauce somewhere. So we had some. Uh, we had an interesting two weeks uh, being away from our studio, uh, but uh, glad to be back, and uh, looking forward to for a great show here on yes. Sunday. Yes. Beautiful I'm still morning. still not up there to uh, do a full eight hour show like uh, we normally do on Sunday. Uh, I do the Sunday uh, sock hop, Sunday sock hop on uh, starting at one o'clock. Uh, so we're going to be playing sock hop music, but I won't be live. I'm, no, it's a long day for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, taking some medications and just kicking back and uh, watching some football and thinking it's golf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's Actually, we're going to get outside and get some fresh air today. Oh, are we? It's a beautiful day out there. I need to rake some leaves and yeah. in between cooking. For uh, standards here in the uh, Geneva area, we should be opening up the pool right about now. Mm, I know. The weather is looking beautiful out there. We've got the uh, windows open, sun shining, and uh, uh, it's going to be in around the high 50s. Uh, high early, 50s. High 50s today, right? No, it's going to be like near 70, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I messed that one up. Yeah. 50s at night. Well, yeah. So, but that's abnormal for this area around this time. You know how they say 68 feels like 50? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be 72 feels like 42. You know, you want to slap the uh, weatherman right in the head and say, you know, just give me 42, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, big thank you to all of our listeners for, uh, sending the, uh, well wishes and best wishes, uh, for my recovery, uh, in, from surgery. So thank you for that. And, uh, uh, touched by many, 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 uh, people out there for, uh, uh, the warm wishes. Thank you again. Yes. You guys are great. And, uh, and that's why we do this. Uh, you know, we, uh, we started this show again. Uh, we started this show as a dedication to my parents and Lisa's grandparents uh, in in the memories that we have growing up, uh, smelling the Italian food cooking and is also listening to the Italian music in the background. Uh, and then, of course, the radio just continued to grow and grow and grow. And we have a, a, a record uh, radio uh, station that, that includes a news network, uh, Get News, and also... We also include a uh, a podcast series called the Brooklyn Beef. So, yeah. and I think uh, Greg is going to be joining us on the Brooklyn Beef. Probably a couple. Of, he's got some great subjects to. That he us. does. That so, he does. And he's a big, uh, a big person here right now in the uh, Geneva area. He's uh, highly respected in uh, 
decorated officer. Yes. So great. Person. He was telling me about uh, one of his stories last night of how he found a foot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of interesting. That, I remember when that happened too. Yeah, I do Some remember guy, when uh, that happened. He, actually, he was the one that was on America's Most Wanted. Yes, that's um, why he was on America's Most Wanted. He stabbed his girlfriend uh, throat. in the throat, and then uh, he, she uh, uh, she was able to give uh, the description. Mm -hmm. And the, the the idiot who did it uh, attempted to take off uh, via the lake. Yeah, and didn't make it too far. A year to the date of her stabbing, uh, they found a foot in one city, and they found the rest of his body in another city. <laughs> well, that's Seneca Lake, though. Yeah, I don't know if it was because he ran away or because the Italians got there. I don't know what happened, but... I said, oh, we fix you he up was real quick. He was in pieces. He was in pieces. He was in pieces. Yeah, he was a piece over here and a piece over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it, you know? But, uh, so Greg's going to be joining us here shortly, and uh, we got some great music for you. We're going to start off with uh, your favorite, once again, Jerry Vale. Yeah. Oh, 
Transmitting across the globe on internet radio. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go! From the studios in Geneva, New York. Three, two, one, rhythm. It is the Brooklyn Mike Show. Mike Show. Mike Show. E' andata via, Laura non è più cosa mia E te che sei qua e mi chiedi perché L'amo se niente più mi dà Mi manca da spezzare il fiato Fa male non lo sa Che non mi è mai passata Laura non c'è Yo, pero... 
every Sunday. Check. All of your Italian-American classic hits. Here we go. With go, DJ go. Brooklyn Mike on Internet Radio. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, we all grew up in Brooklyn. And I grew up in a house in which my grandparents lived, my aunts, my uncles, my mom and dad, my sisters, my brother. Talk about a full house. And one day, one day I came home singing this song. singing that song and she said you know you're singing the right melody but the wrong words that song was done by Tony Martin and the words were beautiful Se tu pet genevi vera 
Vento se cade lá no mar No poço que o camar When you were here to guide me Mama Those happy days When you were near beside me Safe in the glow of your love Sent from the heavens Above, nothing can ever replace the warmth of your tender.
Maria Quando a zona de Betsa Fa madumi Ono nota brinchara bete Ue Maria, ue Maria Quando a zona de Betsa Quando a zona de Betsa Betê Vá madumir Ora não tá de tiara Betê Ué Mari, ué Mari Quando a zona de Betsa Betê Vá madumir Ué Mari, ué Mari It's a fire that's amore When the world seems to shine Like you've had too much wine That's amore Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling Tingle-ling-a-ling And you'll sing Vita Bella Hearts will play Tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay Like a guitarandella Lucky fella When the stars make you drool Just like a pasta vazool That's amore That's amore When you dance down the street With the cloud at your feet You're in love When you walk in a dream And you know you're not dreaming Signore Scusa me, but you see back in old Napoli that's amore. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. That's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. That's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling And you'll sing Vita Bella Hearts will play tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay Like a guitarandella Lucky fella When the stars make you drool Just like a pasta vazool That's amore That's amore When you dance down the street with the cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream and you know you're not dreaming, signore. Scusa me, buddy, you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore. Amore, that's amore. Mezzo mare, mamma mia, mamma mare, dare. Figlia mia, tu cansare, mamma mia, vendaccia tu. Sette belle lo pisciaiola, i suai, i su veno, se ve lo pisce, manne bene. Se cingova la fantasia, da pisce mia, pecchiuzza mia. La la riuda, pisce finta baccalà. Vanno calamar 
Now for all you people who didn't understand what I said I'm gonna bring in this guy who speaks very good English Lazy Mary, you better get up, she answered back, I am not able Lazy Mary, you better get up, we need the sheets for the table Lazy Mary, you're smoking bed, there's only one man you should marry My advice to you would be is to pay attention to me You'd better marry a fireman You come and go, go and come Zemla Boomba Mada Deo Zichin Gepula Banda Zira Bambariya Vyagutsaniya La la yura Visha Vita Makala We Boomba La Bambina Jajaktada O Boomba Gamba Boya Mada Da Shalom Mada Vayota Gamba Boya Mada Da Shalom Mada Oh, hey, that was uh, uh, Alcatrera and uh, the, um, the, the, oh my gosh, I had a brain surge here. Oh my gosh. That was the classics, Emilio Stucchio and the classics. And, uh, uh, I love it. Yeah, they have a great medley. That was the Italian medley. And, uh, you know, uh, I got to be thinking a little bit ahead here because of all the uh, the medications I'm on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another thing, too, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we had uh, we have a guest coming on, uh, a good friend, Greg Benzowitz. And uh, you don't uh, don't make that name confuse you because he's a lot more <laughs> Italian than Paisan than you think. You know, he's. Uh, sure is. Yeah. How you doing, Greg? Good. How are you this morning? Good. You know, uh, we, uh, uh, Greg is a retired detective, as I mentioned earlier. He's a retired detective lieutenant of the city of Geneva. And currently, he's the Ontario County uh, Republican supervisor for the city of Geneva for districts three, which includes wards five and six, which is including the area. Our ward. We, our ward. Yep. Exactly. Right so, yeah. So, Greg's uh, been a great friend and uh, since I've been up here. And uh, also, uh, w- when uh, he pulled up, I thought, oh, my gosh, we're being in, we're being uh, attacked <laughs> by uh, Harley Davidson people. You know, we had that big rumble coming down the street and we said, that's got to be Greg. Yep. Yeah. And Greg pu- pulled up in his Harley and good. Good job, Greg. It's good to have you, you on the show today. Thanks for having me. Hey, we enjoy it. Uh, we playing all the kinds of the Italian music, and uh, Greg walked in and smelled the, the uh, pasta cooking on the on the stove. And uh, you know, this is what's what it's all about. On Sunday, it used to be Sunday Fun Day. We used to always uh, uh, talk about the uh, uh, memories of growing up and uh, smelling the Italian foods. And uh, uh, Greg, you had a lot of Italian food growing up. I had a lot of Italian food growing up. I was lucky to grow up with uh, the Italian side of the family in uh, downstate New York and over in Connecticut. And 
So it was nice. And yeah, so uh, don't let the last name fool you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Like I said, he's more of a paisan than the uh, Metagons around here. <laughs> 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 and uh, somebody says, uh, matter of fact, uh, Dave Cook last night says, uh, Metagons. And he goes, you know, I don't even know how to spell it. I said, it's the same thing as American, just you pronounce it differently. Right, right. exactly. Right. The only Irish guy at the Italian Sons of Italy. That's right. But he can, <laughs> but he can cook. Then. He can cook. That's why we brought him in. <laughs> he can cook. And play, can, and play the bagpipes. That's know? right. Yeah. He, yeah. He's kind of cute when he puts that skirt on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got to shorten it a little bit more, though. It's because he's short. That's right. It's down to his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> just the thought of seeing that, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's just wrong. It's yeah. wrong. <laughs> I think Greg's Anisette's kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have the Anisette in your coffee right. just to start things off right. I tell you, we, we have, uh, Greg, we got people all over the uh, the United States and all over the co- the country and the world actually listening in, uh, tuning in to tbmsradio.com. Uh, they all come in with the uh, uh, listening into the Italian-American music. Uh, uh, cousin Anthony. He's uh, on. He's on. Yep. He's, he just uh, got back from a call. So he says, I'm listening. Captain Anastasi, uh, which is uh, Lisa's, one of Lisa's cousins, uh, is a captain over for Cal Fire. And these guys have been nonstop fighting fires for the last, since uh, April, March. Been nonstop yeah. out in California. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like never before. I yeah. It's some of the worst they've had. Yeah. They, it has been the worst. It's, it's actually, it, it broke all the records yep. historically for, uh, for the state of California. And, uh, the, these guys have been exhausted and there's been times that, uh, he hadn't even seen his family for six, uh, eight weeks sometimes yeah. at a, at a it's poll. Crazy. So our prayers and thoughts uh, go out to all the guys out there and Cal fire, uh, fighting the fires uh, in California and also, um, uh, all the, the, uh, first responders and police officers, especially what's going on in the world today. Um, and in this country, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been interesting yes. and I love, I love Greg's shirt. He's got the uh, black rifles matter. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you gotta represent a little bit. You gotta represent a little bit. So he, he's got, and the wind is blowing in his hair and everything else going down the street with his Harley. So, uh, you can hear Greg coming from a mile. Well, you take advantage when it's November and it's almost 70. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know for, for this area, it's like, uh, should we open the pool up today? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and I was going to put the bike away and thank God I didn't, but yeah. uh, so we get a few more extra riding days out of it. There so you go. It's, it, it sounds great, man. That's a gorgeous color too. It's got that, uh, sparkly red candy apple. Yeah. yeah it's a, I forget what they call it. Uh, Candy apple red. It's a candy apple red, but there's there's another name to it. Big red, oh, candy big red flake is what. They call. Candy oh. big red flake. So, so can't, then, you can't even say that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so when the sun hits it, you're kind of blind when you look at it. It's supposed to look more retro, '50s style. It's beautiful, beautiful it bike. It's a beautiful it's bike. Got that the uh, white wall tires and everything else. It's a real sure. classic bike. And the seats red and white. Yeah, that was actually custom done by a local uh, master upholsterer who did it for me. It's uh, I picked the, le- the leather and the. the Stitch work and he did it all by hand. And it's beautiful. Did it right here local, sure. Nice, nice. It looks, it's great. It's beautiful bike. I got to take you to, down the road here, uh, <laughs> five oh. minutes from here, and show you my brother's bike. Yeah, he's got a couple nice ones. Oh, uh, he's got three of beautiful, beautiful bike. Matter of fact, one of them is a candy apple, not the flake that you have on there, but it's a candy apple, same color. Uh, then he's got a a blue. a blue one, a royal blue bike, which is beautiful. All Harleys, and then. Uh, and then he's got the one that I have up here in Waterloo that is absolutely gorgeous. It's a custom uh, custom bike. 
Yeah. It looks like a, a LA Rams colors, you know, the gold, white, and, uh, <laughs> yep. and uh, blue. Is it gold, white, and blue? I think so. I saw it. Yeah. 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 Beautiful bike. Uh, another, uh, another cousin of Lisa's who was a uh, cousin by blood, uh, by, by marriage, marriage, not by blood. Uh, real smart guy. He put, he jumped up on there with, uh, with his shorts and, uh, scarred him for life. <laughs> oh my God. Blister this big oh, yeah, on his leg. You can't do that. We didn't even know it. Yeah. The he next day he comes back and says, what the hell happened over. to your leg? He goes, well, you know, I sat on the bike yesterday and <laughs> touched the pipe. Yeah, touched the pipe. It. Yeah. That'll do <laughs> yeah. It, definitely. Yeah. He's, he was, he'll only do it once. It, uh, yeah. He won't ever do it again. No. He, he was Harley branded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure but uh a great time and um uh we we've uh we're looking forward to a great show today we're having greg on their show uh just uh matter of fact greg uh you, you'll be uh you'll be happy you know you should join us on uh what we call the brooklyn beef uh our podcast series oh, greg would be a great yeah, asset yeah, to the I'm brooklyn yeah. looking forward to coming yeah you, uh, you could be a regular on the show you know sunday just showed on over we've got to have all the paisans showing right, up here that's right we're going to have our uh, our Italian uh, Italian connection meetings and uh, right here on the show. That's yeah. it. It's good conversation. <laughs> you know, the, hey, there's a there's a show called The Wise Guys uh, down in the city, which is all a bunch of paisans that show up and they they've gone to uh, to uh, a, a video cast. Which uh, oh, nice. when they go live, they they do that. Matter of fact, they asked me uh, probably in the spring they're going to want me on the show as well. So uh, I may be a guest on their show. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, um, Blaze. Blaze, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I took my pills here not too long ago. <laughs> so my thinking process is uh, we have a delay in the radio, which is 45 seconds. My brain is about a, uh, a minute and a half. <laughs> so if you have a minute of like 45 seconds of silence. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so if you, if, you hit, if you get a minute of silence, it's not because the radio went off. It's because I'm thinking. Mike went off. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> light went off. <laughs> it's button off. But, uh, but so, I, but I think the the uh, these broadcasts and podcasts with a lot of the people of the Italian heritage because there's so many great stories. Oh yeah, and just oh yeah, and that's what that's what I want to. Oh, is comical. I mean, and and it's it's interesting and it's but it's the stories are fantastic. Now, now your mother was the Italian. Yeah, my mother, uh, my mother's side. And, really, uh, with the last thing yeah. he asked. <laughs> well, it's got to be the mother's oh, yeah. got to be Italian. But uh, my my uh, family, my mother's side, both uh, maternal and paternal, came over. Uh, Turn of the century, early 1900s, 1903 to about 1911. The great American story, you know, yep. through Ellis Island from Italy with nothing, you know, yep. via steamship. And uh, they got here, settled in New York City and uh, brought over other family members. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we talked about it at the Sons of Italy one night when we were talking about the, the gene- genealogy and all that. And you brought some pictures. Yes. You had some great pictures there and uh, of, uh, of your relatives. And uh, some pictures were down in, uh, in New York City. In New York City. And that was kind of cool. The one that I have that I think is probably the the most important to me is uh, all the family at the time. So the picture was taken all on the steps of this brownstone on Van Buren Avenue in the Bronx yeah. in 1937. So it was just before World War II. And, of course, everybody in the family at the time is in the picture except my great-grandfather because he's taking the He's picture. taking the photograph. But my great-grandmother is in the picture who I had with me until I was 22 years old. She was 95 when she died. My grandfather's in the picture, all the other cousins and aunts and everybody. you know. So it was fantastic. And, the, and I just found out that uh, one of the little boys that's on that staircase with that photo is now 90-something as well. Oh, wow. And um, he's... Still, he's still living in that house. So, so there's only one pit, 
person in that whole picture that's still living, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, it, and, you know, and he reached out to my mother and my mother was in his cousin's uh, wedding as a flower girl and she was, so it was pretty interesting, but yeah. So that's a picture that we have in the family. And then some other photos, my grandfather was a barber. He had a, uh, a, a nice barber shop, right? Broadway, uh, Times Square. In oh, in Times City. Square. Yeah, I saw that picture, yeah, too. That was before. pretty cool. So uh, it was pretty neat. So I still have a lot of the old uh, Department of Health certification, <laughs> his, his barbershop <laughs> information on it. And uh, it's just interesting. So, you know, that's how he came over. And uh, my great-grandmother was from uh, Salerno. Salerno. And everybody else either uh, from Calabria, so Calabres, and... Uh, Testadora. Com- uh, Campania. Campania, Na- yeah. Naples, you know, yeah. you know, so... That area. Nabolidan. Yeah, Nabolidan. So my great-grandmother spoke Nabolidan, that dialect, which is very distinctive. Yes. So to this day, when I hear that, you know, my head kind of turns because it's... It, it it's is very it distinctive. So, Nabolidan, uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, there was one, I'm trying to remember whether it's the Nabolidan or the uh, Calabrese. I think it's the Calabrese uh, 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 dialect that it's very difficult to understand. Yes. Um and and out of all the Italian dialects, I think the Calabrese is the one that is the most difficult. Uh, for example, uh, I thought it was the Bades because my grandfather was Bades, and the, the the slang was different than each yeah, it's, here. It's, each region. Yeah, each region is yeah. totally different. But, but can you imagine my great grandfather being Calabrese and my great grandmother being you know Napolitan? And can you imagine those arguments? Oh my god! <laughs> it was it all started with a misunderstanding, probably yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but but they. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. They probably in total agreement. They yeah. just said something different. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I you know, there was uh there was a there's a small town um just outside of uh uh Bares, uh, I think it is, uh Bari. And uh, uh for example, uh ragazze, right, is Italian for children. children. Same thing for for Sicilian because Sicilian is a different dialect as well, um, but uh, the, the, they would call children Bardesh. And the first time I heard the Bardesh, a Bardesh, and I'm like, "What the hell is Bardesh?" You know, <laughs> I thought that was some Arabian or something, you know. And he says it's children, and I'm like, "No, it's got ragazze." Yes. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's why we don't understand each other. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So now you have, you know, you're like anything, you're proper yeah. Italian, but you have each dialect for that region. Like anything, like the United States is the same way. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's universal, but it's, right. it's, it's interesting to, to understand that. Yeah. And I, like I tell people, I speak a couple of languages. One of them is, uh, I speak Spanish, you know, what's happening, man? <laughs> he is not right. <laughs> He not, is not I'm gonna, right. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> right? Well, that's a Brooklyn Spanish. Oh, okay. That's a different dialect. That's true. Yeah. That's a whole that's a whole <laughs> other language. Oh. Yeah. So, are you doing? <laughs> that's the Italian, Brooklyn Italian. Brooklynese is recognized. That's right. As a separate yeah. Dialect. Oh, you know there is a college in in Brooklyn, uh, no, actually in Queens that actually teaches the uh, Brooklyn uh, accent. <laughs> it is a course, Brooklynese. You, you get credits for this? Yeah, you get credits for <laughs> People, Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Queens College. If you look it up, Queens College, they actually have a course uh, in uh, Brooklyn dialect. Oh, but it, but it's so interesting again because that dialect, with that melting pot of all the Italian yep. immigrants from the 1890s, early 1900s, that's what you, that that's kind of a culmination of all of that. Oh yeah, you know? and yeah. Again, again, you know, you look at the history. Yeah. You know, my my family came over. They lived in Manhattan. They lived in Brooklyn. They lived in the Bronx. 
you know, they, they moved all over mm-hmm. during, during their time. And then eventually, just before World War II, they ended up in Connecticut. Yeah. So, you know, the family, I don't know. A lot of Italians in Connecticut. Oh, a huge population. I think that's one of the highest populations of Italian uh, American, American immigrants, immigrants in the country. And, uh, you know, look, all I know is the bakeries in Hartford are fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere they're good. But Hartford's got some good ones. Now, how long have you been here? You were in, you lived in Brooklyn. No, I, li- I grew up, uh, my dad was born in Brooklyn. But he was actually, he grew up in upstate, actually was a farm kid, believe it or not, even though he was born in Brooklyn. Um, and um, my mother was born in Connecticut, uh, but I grew up in Orange County, city of Middletown. Uh, about Middletown 50, had so an awesome yeah, bakery. Yeah, Middletown had several. I'd pass, on the way to school, we'd pass like three to four bakeries, Italian bakeries, <laughs> and I went to school with the kids of all the owners. Yeah. So, you know, we'd go in here, you get in the morning, you get your hot buttered roll, and then... And they your, knew you. Oh, and they know you. And then you get your half moon cookie here, and then on the way home, you get your cannoli over here, and then it was great. I mean, growing up in Middletown when I was there, it was fantastic. But it was- we have relatives, oh, my grandfather's uncle, <clears throat> Uncle Mike DeVito, lived in Middletown. So when we used to go visit him, he used to go to this one baker. I don't remember. I was little. I was young, but I remember the coffee cake mm-hmm. that he, they used to go get. Yeah, they oh. had. I'm trying. They had Carmines and De Filippis and Brunies. They had so oh, many different ones, and yeah. it's, it's still it's still a very high Italian population in the city of Middletown. And it is. You're, you know, you're 50 miles from New York. It's like going from here to Syracuse. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, well, you know, there are times uh, I'll take off out of here and head over to uh, to uh, Utica. Utica. And, oh uh, yeah, you're a huge Italian. Yeah, and and uh, she she say, "Where are you going today? I'm heading over to Utica. What are you doing? I'm going to pick up some pastries." Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, so if they, you live in upstate New York and you want to do something, take a ride. You're going to ride a half an hour, an hour anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. you know it, the funny thing is, I started developing a list of uh, uh, great Italian places to go to in in uh, in well. I started out, of course, it's in New York, but so I got a great list of uh, different restaurants and different. Uh, um, uh, bakeries and things like that. So my list is cutting, getting larger and larger. Every time I go off to some, I give them a write up and things like right. that. But uh, this one place in Utica called Caruso's uh, Pastry Shop or Caruso's Bakery, uh, they have uh, uh, great uh, pastries. Uh, the Pusties, which is the they look like a little, little pies. Uh, they look look like little pies. Yes. And they have that uh, chocolate or, or a Bavarian cream on the inside. Uh, but they had, uh, I took Lisa one day and uh, we decided to do a, uh, a Sunday, quick Sunday trip. And uh, we went up there on a Sunday and we had a great time because there's a place that has the Italian uh, cold pizza. Oh, yes. I, I, the yes, the I square Italian yes. cold pizza. It's awesome. And yeah. They it's call great. it tomato pie. Tomato, tomato pie. pie. There. Yes, they call it tomato pie. Here in the bakeries, when they used to have it at Lorenzo's Bakery and stuff like that, it used to be just called cold pizza yeah. with the sauce and the green But it's cheese. tomato, and I've had their tomato pie. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the sauce it's very is good. sweet. And again, it's people who took a road trip. And yep. They call you how yeah. many you want. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm going up. You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and we even talked about, man, you know what? We should maybe get a van and just take orders and do these trips. Do these that, tr- don't laugh because you'll mention that, and before you know it, we got to be calling. We'll, we'll be in over our head. And we'll need we'll need to hire people. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Hey, you know what? That's fine. Let's that's do it. That's how it works. Yeah, but you two had, are going to be taken off to Utica. Watch. <laughs> we we yeah, I told her I said we should get this uh, a little refrigerated van and do a trips to Utica to Brooklyn things you, like that. You could, you could you could do a lot of driving, but you could do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. The, now, now, what's your favorite all time Italian pastry? My favorite all time. Oh, <laughs> That's a lot. Come so on. I, I got, 
What, what's your favorite? The Sfoyadel. Yeah, Sfoyadel is a classic. It's it's just, you can have it for breakfast with your coffee. Yeah. You can have it after dinner. It's I got to say. But they got to be fresh because they can't sit around. No, no, no. It can, no. Gets so, but they're so labor intensive. Oh, yeah. So the, try, the, the lot of work to that. Try finding somebody that can actually make them. A really good one. Make them well. Yep. And then make them where they're not six bucks a piece. So, so <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. So, so now that you bring up uh, Sfoyadel, uh, uh, so I got to say, one of my favorites got to be what a lot of people don't know is the lobster tail. Which one is that? Okay, it, it's a lobster. It's a uh, Sfoyadel yeah. pay, uh, out, outside Del, shell. It's in the shape of a lobster tail and looks just like a oh, lobster I tail. See it, yes. and, and it's filled with either a, uh, a uh, vanilla cream or a... Uh, uh, chocolate, chocolate, Bavarian cream, like, and, uh, the first time I had Lisa try a lobster tail, she just, she was like, Oh my God, oh, yeah. it's huge. Yeah, it it, they're I know huge. I've had them. I didn't know, you know, they have them under different names. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. But so a lot of people don't know lobster tail for a pastry. It looks like a lobster tail, like a lobster but tail. tastes nothing like a lobster. No, tail. the cream is different. The cream is very different. It's uh, different. Very light, yeah. fluffy. Uh, but, uh, very good too. And, and so I got to say that that's one of my favorites, uh, next to also a pusti, which is the, that little, pies, little yeah. pie, you know, and, and the place in Utica does a good job with those and they do either chocolate or vanilla on those. Uh, but they, and, and of course there's a, um, the Italian cheesecake. Oh yes. The Italian cheesecake is good. Oh yeah. But I, I like, uh, if we're talking about an odd dish, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but how regionally yep. things are done. But uh, the Calabrese, some of the pastas where they have the ricotta, you ever see? Oh that? yeah. Where they actually take the scoop of ricotta and they put it in the in the pasta with the sauce. And yep. Mix it. So some people aren't even aware oh, yeah. that goes. Yeah. On, but that's I kind lo- of a regional. Yeah. So regional. so my mom every so often when she used to do the rigatonis, you know, uh, we throw a scoop of uh, ricotta right on top of it, yep. you know, and then uh, and that was good. We'd mix it up and it was really good. You just brought back a memory. Well, good because we got it in the fridge. Oh, we're so gonna, I'm going to do that. Do what are you doing week? today? Rigo- the uh, rigatonis? No, I actually I made sauce today. But yeah, I know, but what spaghetti? I, what, uh, I'm not doing macaroni today. I just made the sauce for the week. What we're going to do, do a with ham that? and sc- <laughs> You guys are going to have some meatballs and sausage here in a few minutes. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so uh, yeah, she used to put that uh, reg- the ricotta. The and you notice we got the paisan. He says right? ricotta. He didn't right. say ricotta. Oh, I put the ricotta. Don't even get me started. Yeah. When I when I go to an Italian restaurant and I get a waitress or a waiter that pronounces it like that, I cringe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was in a restaurant one time and a guy asked for the uh, fagoli soup. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> did I miss something? I, I turned around. I looked at him. I'm like, what kind of soup did you just order? He goes, fagoli right here. I said, that's pasta fagiol. fagiol yeah. He goes, oh, I didn't know it was fagiol. He goes, fagoli, F-A-G-O. <laughs> I said, look, even if I pronounced that, I wouldn't have ordered it. If and, I, of course, <laughs> and of course, you got your, your different pasta fagiols. You got more of a white creamy oh, yeah. tomato. Yeah. You got to, you know. There's different regional there again too. That's right. You know, but uh, that was the the poor man's uh, uh, soup or veg, uh, you know, soup. But it was a great thing. My mom, we lived on it. Oh well, we lived as kids, and the funniest part was my my uh, my first wife, my oldest daughter's mom. You know, when she was little, I was feeding her pastina. Yep. Yeah, was, pastina. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what is that? Yeah. Italian never, medicine. Yeah, That's what she, that is. She was Scottish German. Yeah. You know, had no idea. It was like a total culture shock to come to an Italian dinner. You have eight conversations going at once. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's overwhelmed, just kind of standing there. Yeah. You know, 
and then and go ahead and rub some uh, some uh, scotch on that baby's gums and yeah. see what she says to you. Yeah. <laughs> Today you get arrested, right? <laughs> right. My, my great grandmother, she lived in '95, and she lived on her own until just a few weeks before she she passed. <clears throat> totally alert. Had I mean, she lived. She did her own thing. She lived in her own house. 95 years old. Every night before she went to bed, she'd get a glass of vermouth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, was, it was comical because she had it every night, like clockwork. You know? my, my, mother, if you were, my mother, if you were sick, uh, she would take a uh, egg yolk, um, a whole bunch of sugar, maybe, you know, a half a cup of sugar, and uh, some vermouth, and she beat it. And, uh, and it basically it was uh, sugar, vermouth, and egg. You know, and like a, like a vermouth milkshake. It was like a yeah, it was like a vermouth milkshake. But but the, you know, people would say, "Oh my God, that was a raw egg." Well, the vermouth cooks the egg, and the sugar cooks the egg. Yeah. And uh, sometimes she drizzle a little bit of uh, chocolate on there, right? And then and then, well, you had to eat it with a spoon, like right? a mousse. Yeah, it was like a mousse. It was like oh. a mousse. It was a sugary mousse, and uh, that was supposed to make you feel better, you know. And uh, you know, I used to just make make like i was sick just so i could have it he still does that yeah <laughs> yeah <Yes>. really <laughs> do, you, do you spoon feed him yeah <laughs> yeah she spoon feeds me i give him the shot Here. yeah yeah now it's apple crown <laughs> yeah now it's apple crown and honey <laughs> yeah i had a i had a little bit of apple well no i didn't have apple crown i had a little bit of your uh uh vodka yesterday with my pill just oh, you i said yeah i because I was hurting last night, so I had a little bit of sip of that. Yeah, you look like you were having a hard time. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, I I tried to get away from the the med a little bit, and it kind of caught up with me. So I took it on the way on the way there. I hate anybody who knows me knows I don't even like to take aspirin. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. did nothing. It yeah, I me too. And uh, you know, I take enough uh, prescribed stuff. I don't, you know, need more. I don't need any for more narcotic. So, uh, but but since the weight loss, I've cut those meds in half. So now I'm you know looking for a. Nice lobster tail or soya, though. That'll well, cure anything. Are we taking a road trip? Utica's <laughs> only an hour and a half away. I know. Well, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. We could do... Uh, we could go to Utica anytime. And we're taking orders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to start putting a menu together at the Brooklyn Mike Show. <laughs> Say, whatever you want, just check it off here, and we'll pick it up on Tuesdays, and you have it by Wednesday. Yeah, no, they got to come pick it up during the show. There you go. Oh, say, that'd be kind of cool. Say hello. Yeah. Introduce themselves. Then they get their, their pastry. Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. Look at that. You know, the, the, and the problem with the Italian pastries is because of the regatta and stuff like that, it doesn't, it, they don't last long. No, so you got to eat them. You got to eat them. And, and it's an excuse to eat everything in a short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we got to make lo uh, more trips and, more you know, trips. We more do trips. Do and don't laugh because this is how things started. You know, my father was a businessman. He was a salesman most of his life. But we had our own uh, wholesale and retail produce business. Yeah. And it started out, you know, a weekend thing, going to the market in the South Bronx to, to the buying houses and selling produce out of the back of a, a large truck that we, we had. Right. And within six months, it became this enormous roadside stand in a busy intersection in Middletown, five nights a week, taking two trucks to the South Bronx to the terminal market. Yeah. And it just got, it grew, it got out of hand. And like six years later, you know, he was like, this is enough of this. Well, so it got out of, totally out of hand. One of the biggest things that I, I do when I go down to Brooklyn is I pick up, uh, of course, I take the coolers with me. I pick up the, uh, the, the thin sausage that they have in a roll mm -hmm. and it's uh, wine, cheese, and parsley. And um, uh, so one night, uh, what I do is I, I put those on the grill and cook them up and cut them up in one inch long pieces. 
and then put it in with olive oil, parsley, and uh, and finely char- chopped onions. And uh, Mike uh, Scully came by, senior came by, and uh, I said, Mike, I said, try this. And he goes, oh my God. He says, and he, and he looked at it and he goes, uh, I got to try it right away. He tries it. He goes, oh my God, that's what my grandmother used right, to make. Exactly. It was exactly. like a sausage salad, you know? And uh, so he, he tried, he fell in love with it. He brought back memories and this and that. I said, that's what my mom used to make. But there's so many of those old, simple recipes that yeah. we forget about. We lose them over time yep. or they're family or regional. And then you see something like that and it literally is like going back in time. It's like a flashback. Yeah. That that taste, you know, that, that brings back all those good things. Yeah, the flavors and yeah. stuff. It bring it, it's kinda like music. You listen to a song Absolutely. and it's like so so uh so we thought about, you know, on, on our Friday show, we do the Corona Friday house party, we have the drink of the week. So now we're talking about having like the food of the week, right? Great idea. Do it in a recipe and before you know it, we we're gonna end up with a recipe book that has uh, the drink of the weeks. And the, the food of the weeks, Everything you know, and so uh, part of it is from the Italian show. Part of it is from the Corona Friday show. So uh, we're thinking about putting that together and having a, the food of the week, you know, and having some sort of Italian recipe. That's a great idea. Yeah. And uh, and and like I said, I'm liking the idea more and more since uh, I'm retired doing these trips back and forth. So and, and like I said, they take the orders and they got to come here and introduce them. To, to I think that could be a joint venture there. There you go. Greg. We can, Switch off driving. Yeah. We could be <laughs> down in Brooklyn and back in no time. Oh, quickly. Sure. You want a fresh pastry? We'll go down we'll and get it. Right back. Yeah. But with minimum orders, 300. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but if you want us for your Dell right now, hey, if you got the money, we'll, and, and, we got the time. And the thing is, how many of these bakeries do ship? Oh, they yeah. Do the shipping. And the first well, time I did it from Hartford, I think it was... Uh, it was either Franklin Avenue or Modern, one of those the pastry shops. They're both excellent. And I'm not sure which one's still there and which one's not anymore. But yeah, they ship. Yeah. So so uh, so so some of these, especially Utica, the Caruso Bakery, uh, Caruso Pastry Shop, they do they do ship. Uh, but but uh, my brother wanted to surprise me one day, and he know he knows how much I like the the Italian thin uh, sausage. So he actually went to the uh, Italian deli and he's like, uh, you know, I want to ship a couple of rings to, to my brother in uh, upstate New York. And, and it was like a $200 fee for shipping. And he was like, I'm paying $200 to ship and I got, uh, you know, $80 in sausage. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. So he goes, uh, maybe you come by and get it yourself. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, cool. Hey, look at this. We got a sausage and a meatball. You know, I think it's time to go to a song so we can snack on this. So uh, why don't we go to a song? Thank you, honey. And here we go. We're going to do uh, a little bit of uh, Jerry Vale. we come back to Sorrento. Yeah, Lisa's favorite, Jerry Vale. Vedo mara quando è bella Spirodando sentimento Come tu che tiene mente Casce da tu fai surna Guarda qua che stu giardino 
Si en desiste Juraranche No profuma Cusifino Tiendo Gores En nevar E tu dici Tu adia
tide Make this evening a magic night Love me, love me Promise we'll never part You can make all my dreams come true If you love me as I Spring to me, yours is the beauty of fall. Heaven is mine when you claim to me, you adore over all. così anime coro non già la samma chiù manga manga benora studi desideri di ma babuda gamba gutte Sembra che te, per non morire. 
Sotto cielo di Roma, 
Don't know what the country's coming to But in Rome do as the Romans do Will you On an evening in Roma Sotto celle de Roma On an evening in Roma Transmitting across the globe on internet radio, it's the Brooklyn Mike Show. Join me, Brooklyn Mike, every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for a live show called Having Sunday Dinner with Brooklyn Mike. I will be playing all of your Italian-American classic hits with artists like Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, Andrew Pacelli, Jimmy Rosselli, Lou Monty, and many, many more. Thank you for listening to the Brooklyn Mike Show, and we'll see you on Sunday. If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire My clothes may still be torn and tattered But in my heart I'd be a king Your love is all that ever mattered It's everything So open your arms And you'll open the door To every treasure that I'm hoping for Tell me you're mine evermore Must I forever be a beggar Whose golden dreams will not come true Or will I go from rags to riches My fate is up to you Must I forever be a beggar Whose golden dreams will not come true Or will I go from rags to riches My fate is up to Fly me to the moon 
Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Please be true In other words I love you Ma la canzone mio più bella 
che la vita non ti lascia mai più. This is Charlie from Brooklyn, and you're listening to the Brooklyn Mike Show. Your number one hit station in town. Geneva, New York's number one and only internet radio station broadcasting around the world. This is TBMS Radio Classic Hits with Brooklyn Mike. Bringing you another hour of the hottest tracks from around the globe. From around the globe. Very beautiful. 
Jerry Vale. That's My your... favorite singer. Jerry Vale. Love uh, Jerry Vale. So we had a lot of good, great conversations. Uh, this is Brooklyn Mike on TBMSRadio.com and uh, Lakeside Lisa. You know, depending on what day it is and what show we're doing, it's either Lakeside Lisa or Lisa Lasagna or... Mikey uh, Meatballs. Mikey Meatballs and uh, Scotty uh, Cannoli. Scotty Cannoli. And today we have our good friend Greg Benzlowitz. Uh, again, don't confuse that last name <laughs> with not being a paisan. So, right. so Greg is a great paisan and friend of mine here in uh, Geneva. New York. He's the retired detective lieutenant of the city of Geneva and currently the Ontario County Republican supervisor for the city of Geneva for District 3, which includes uh, uh, wards four, 5 and 6. So uh, Greg's an awesome guy. Uh, he uh, rode in on his Harley and I'm, I'm sure my brother is listening right now, Greg. And uh, uh, Charlie, we, ho- we heard him coming a block away. He, <laughs> he came in with his uh, candy apple flake uh, uh, paint job that sparkles a mile long. And I, and I try to be quiet on a Sunday morning. Rolling yeah, down the road. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that happens. <laughs> you know, when we did the uh, when we did the uh, the support the blue rally, uh, and I and I came up with the with the route of the uh, the uh, the riders, and we had over four hundred uh, bikes there that day, and of course we had the fire trucks and the dump trucks and everything else. We had them go down fourteen down right past the college and i told him i said you know what it's sunday morning i said make as much noise as you can going down the college yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we made we got some attention yeah that was, we, that was a fantastic ride yeah that it was, was a great ride it was a great ride and it was a great time uh and uh listening to some great music today bringing back some memories and and greg you being here brought me back uh some memories about uh, some of the pastries and things like that that yeah. uh who knows? We've got another business coming up here. You know? That's right. We'll find out something something to do on the side. Yeah, exactly. We'll pick up pastries and uh, Zazitz uh, in Brooklyn and Utica and all do the rounds in a refrigerated truck. And now we'll wait to see how many calls you get or yeah. emails and say, you know what? I'm in for this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to start, start placing the orders. That's it. So let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's Sounds good. Let's see what happens. We, we'll, uh, we'll do that. Hey, hey and uh, we were talking about uh, other things like, uh, you know, how – uh, since we started this show, how I started getting connected with all these people and singers and, uh, you know, friends and made friends with them. And next thing you know, uh, uh, friends with the classics and becoming friends with the mystics and the, the, the Capris and people from the Michael Jackson shows and, and so on and so on and so on. And Connie Francis and, and then Greg, he, you had some famous people in your. Yeah, well, uh, strangely enough, you know, uh, one of my mother's distant cousins, I think a third cousin, is was uh, Fabian. So you know, there's a singer from back in the fifties yeah. and sixties, and uh, it was on my. Uh, I just texted her, I messaged her, and I'm like, Mom, you know, what was I can't remember the relationship. And uh, it was on uh, her father's side, my grandfather's side, and it was uh, Frisina Sabatino side of the family. Uh, you know, and that's part of the group that my great grandfather helped. Hey, to bring the families over from Italy, uh, and then they moved on. I think they went to Philly. I think he's a right. he's a Philadelphia kid. Right, one of the family. A couple of the songs he wrote: uh, "Tiger" and "Turn Me Loose." Uh, hmm, some good songs there. Yeah, there was a lot of them back then. But it's yeah. just, just funny to you know, especially growing up, you don't realize until you're in your teens and somebody's you're at dinner and somebody's talking about, hey, you know. What was the relationship and how do how are we related to Fabian? You just kind of like, who? You're like, you gotta be kidding me. You know? And that's Fabian, yeah. not Fabio. No, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> not Fabio. 
We'll have to throw some of that music on today during this afternoon. The fifty sixties, yeah. yeah, we'll have to do that. Uh, uh, once again, I would like to thank everybody for uh, the, the warm uh, wishes and uh, get well wishes uh, during the time that I was out. I was out for the last uh, two weeks. As a matter of fact, my throat or my my voice sounds a little off today too, as well. Every um, time you take your pain meds, it does it. Yeah, well, how you doing? So if you ever hear a, a thunk, <laughs> boom. That means I just fell asleep and right. hit the microphone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the the pain meds are working. They're kicking in. I'm sitting here uh, with uh, with Greg and Lisa and having a good time uh, being back on the air after being off for two weeks. So uh, good time. Uh, we also were talking about we had some uh, uh, some aperitif, br- uh, breakfast aperitif <laughs> with sa- sausage and meatballs. Yep. So uh and Anisette in the coffee. There Lilana, you go. in the coffee, of Makes course. just made my day. <laughs> got to have the Anisette in the coffee. That's a day maker right there. There you go. It, that, that, if you got some Anisette and some uh, meatballs and some sausage, it's going to be a good, for breakfast, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> right? By the time you make it to dinner, you're like, eh, I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'll just pick. But I'll eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll eat anyway. You know, my mother, my mother was, a, it was funny. There would be times where she would uh, invite somebody in the house and uh, they had already eaten. They were friends of mine. So they had already eaten and they said, you know, uh, sorry, Mrs. Pinko, I'm, I'm full. Uh, what's the matter? You don't like my food? Yeah. Oh, no, I love your food. Well, sit down, eat. Well, I, I used to turn, turn around and say, shut up and eat. You know, whatever, just eat. Just eat. Save, your, save your time and <laughs> argument. Because, you know what? And it's, it's comical because they... they the Italian mothers fall back on the old Italian guilt. Oh trip, yeah, the, the Catholic guilt trip. Yeah. Well, you don't like my meatballs. Yeah. You don't want, have another one. I'm full. What's the matter? You don't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that and that was the fun. All of them. Yeah. They all do it. And that was the funny thing, you know. So they sit down and they would like, you know, you can see every bite was a was a was horrible, you know, not horrible, but it was, it was a task for them to <laughs> shove it down since they just finished eating at their own house. So uh, they would eat and. Uh, uh, my mother would look at their plate and say, uh, you know, he, he'd leave like half a meatball. And he was like, what's the matter? You don't like it? And she's, he's like, no, I'd love it. Well, then finish. So he'd finish it. And then she goes, oh, you like it. I get you some more. <laughs> and, and, my, and my great-grandmother, God rest her soul, she was fantastic. It was like, you're too skinny. you got to eat. Yeah. Right? You just you, what do you Eat some more. You're too skinny. you got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to get ready for the winter. Yeah. yeah. I just, you were, it was never... There had to be food on your plate, and you had to be eating it continually. Yeah, I think. absolutely. We'd sit down on Sunday, uh, probably at one o'clock, and not leave till about seven. Yeah. Uh, when I say leave, leave the table by seven. Yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, it uh, out comes the, the the fruits and the nuts and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, and of course the pastries. We talked about the pastries, and and one of. Lisa's favorite uh, pastry shop is in Brooklyn called the uh, Villa Abate. Oh my gosh! Really? Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, they even have a they even have a, a sign in there that says uh, "No picture taking." Yeah, they don't let you take. Oh, yeah. yeah, because it because the of the pastry. Yeah, the pastries are amazing. Well, there. not only the pastries, they have the gelato, which is true authentic gelato, yes. gelato at this place. And then I found I used to love the tortoni ice cream. It's like yes. frozen whipped cream. Yes, they have those. Oh my god! When and we were it, in Brooklyn last time, we it's bought, a Sicilian. Like, it's a Sicilian pastry shop, and and uh, of course they have all the Sicilian uh, uh, carriages throughout the uh, bakery that you can purchase and. You know, you got a large Sicilian carriage, like 600 bucks, oh, yeah. you know, beautiful, beautiful carriages. 
but uh, all kinds of all kinds of neat stuff, and especially in Brooklyn, uh, you find all that uh, great, uh, still great uh, Italian uh, uh, pastries and things of that nature. Uh, also, uh, we've had uh, all kinds of text from from uh, people. Uh, uh, Cindy and, and Dave are on and uh, we've got some songs for you guys uh, uh, the, the G-Town Boys Breakfast Club the G-Town Boys Breakfast Club Ted, uh, Ted uh, Quillen down in uh, Wilmington, Delaware uh, Ted, I'm, I'm sure he's uh, in the middle of all the celebrations down in Wilmington <laughs> but uh, Ted's probably the only Republican sitting down there in, in, in Wilmington, Delaware and he's going, Jesus, I gotta put up with this crap he probably called the police and said, what's all this ruckus going on out there? Oh, boy. So we got a special tune for uh, Ted coming up with Louis Prima, the Angelina Zuma Zuma. Then we have uh shout out to you face going out to Ryan all the way out in California. Uh, so that all is coming up. And then, of course, the Alitalia e compare uh, song where if yeah. uh, you know how to swim, you make sure you stay on the right side of the plane. You ever hear that song, Greg? I don't think I have. Oh, it's a great oh, it's song. Funny, you got to listen to this. It, it's a great song, and uh, that's coming up as well. Uh, it's uh, if you know how to swim, stay on the right side of the plane. If you don't know how to swim, stay on the left side of the plane. And thank you for flying Fine. Alitalia Airlines. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, how about the if? Can I make requests? Absolutely. For my sister. Sure. Pepino the Italian. Oh, Pepino, yeah, we will do. Uh, we'll she, do. She gets a kick out of it. Is she? Is she? Is she listening? What's that? The is Italian she, donkey. No, no, Pepino the, the oh, mouse. Oh, the mouse. The mouse. Yeah, yep. and the donkey too. My oh, the, and, but Pepino, <laughs> she gets a kick out of Pepino. Yeah, we're gonna play both of those. Okay, Pepino, oh, fantastic. Pepino Sudagella. Is she listening right now? Your sister? Uh, I th- I'm thinking she was. I think she texted me. And, and what's your sister's name? Denise. Denise. Oh. I had two kids. I named one a Denise and the other one a the nephew. nephew. Yeah, well, that's, I know, because that, that's how my father would introduce us. This is, your kid. this is Denise and this is the nephew. So I went through that my whole life. Yeah, and that's also by Lou Monte as well, uh, Peppino Surgello, the Peppino, the Italian mouse. And uh, we caught Peppino the other night over here. You got Peppino? Oh, yeah, I Finally. took Peppino. We took him out. We took him out. It was a good hit. He took him that? and his brother. Yeah. At the same time, I couldn't believe it. How the hell do you do that? Snap, snap. Yeah. I'm sitting up in the bathroom, and I'm going, I hear, snap, snap. And I'm like, what, now, what the hell was that, in stereo? Now, are you like me? Because when I've heard that in the past when I had an issue in the house I used to live in. Middle of the night, I hear that. When I figure out what it was, I start to, I start to laugh. Yeah. I, yeah. I got him, right? Yeah. Got that little son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time the weather changes, like the seasons, yeah. Oh, yeah. they want to come in and eat or something. I don't know. They like your pasta. They do. Yeah. I mean, the meatball and sausage is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. An Italian mouse. Like I said, so I, I got Papino. back I got back in the bed and I said, hey, Lee, I, said, I think we caught a mouse. She said, really? I said, yeah. So she goes downstairs and she goes, no, we caught two of them. <laughs> well, we were in the kitchen that morning before I went to work, right? And all of a sudden, we oh. both looked, and this little stinker came running oh, yeah. right in the kitchen. Yeah, with and then us. Saw us, did a bout face, and went the other <laughs> Broad way. Broad daylight. We're sitting in the kitchen, talking, and this thing just ran right between us. Looked up at us and like, oh shit! 
You, I shouldn't be here right now. This, have you thought about when, you, when you're cooking your meatballs, throw one out the window and it'll keep them out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine yeah. the neighbors, yours, hey, remember the lady down the street, a little wacky? Yeah. She used to throw the yeah. meatballs out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already think I'm wacky as it right. is, so I'm good. Well, then you're good. You got nothing to worry <laughs> then about. Then I got nothing to worry about. And also coming up, we got Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. Even though it's not Christmas time, that's always a great song to hear on an Italian we're, radio we're station. We're getting there, absolutely. Yeah, so so we're going to play that one as well. So we got uh, coming up on uh, tbmsradio.com, we got a good fun selection of music right now. We got Shut Up Your Face coming up, Angelina Zuma Zuma. Shut Up Your Face going to Ryan. Angelina Zuma Zuma going to the G-Town Boys Breakfast Club. We have the Alitalia E Compare song going to my brother down in Brooklyn. How you doing, Charlie? I love you. And, uh, of course, uh, to uh, Greg's sister, we got Peppino, the Italian mouse, and a special dedication to the little two boys that we caught here. Peppino, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a Giuseppe and uh, Fran- Francesco. Yeah. We call Francesco and Peppino and... Uh, uh, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio. Gaetano is still running around. Gaetano is somewhere <laughs> around there. <laughs> he got away. Gaetano. Gaetano is the one with the best brains. He's the one. Hey, I don't. I don't play that shit. He's waiting outside for the meatball. Hey, yeah. <laughs> He's sitting out there. Going, Where the hell? Where the hell's the meatball? You know what's gonna happen. You're gonna come downstairs. She's gonna be looking out the window. She's gonna, yeah. she's gonna throw meatball out the window. See if Gaetan is out in the yard. Yeah, we're gonna actually instead of seeing Gaetan, we're gonna probably see somebody from the uh, the uh, the church next door with his mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Lucellino della Comare. You remember that yes, song? Yes, I do. Lucellino della. That's a funny song. If you if you interpret that song, and I'll interpret that song to you. Is that the birdie? Greg, that's the birdie. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I'll interpret that song to you. It's, he had explained the song to me in English, and I was like, "What?" And then now that she she hears it, she 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 gets the full effect. And of course, uh, the song that uh, Cindy likes. Oh, Volare! I, I love Volare. Yeah. Well, the, the we got the version from. Uh, <laughs> I tell you the drug. Bobby Rydell. Bobby Rydell. Yep. And he, oh, by the way, Bobby Rydell is another one who is friends with the Mystics and, and those guys because they went on tour when they were in their, right. in their 20s, 1920. And uh, Bobby Rydell is another one that uh, we'd like to bring up as well, you know, here to the Geneva area. So uh, Bobby Rydell would be a big hit here. So just imagine Bobby Rydell. Uh, the, the, mystics. the mystics, the classics, uh, the capris, and uh, the ladies. Uh, my boyfriend's back, uh, mm-hmm. and he's going to get in trouble. Hey la, hey la, oh, yeah. my boyfriend. And most of these guys were all from Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx. Yeah. So they were all, and and back in the fifties, they used to hang out in the subways, and that's because of the acoustics. That's how they used to practice right. their music. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and to think about. How young they were when they made it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about some pretty dedicated, disciplined young guys, yep. girls. So, and, and that was the thing. You know, uh, they didn't get paid much. No. They, they got paid like uh, they went on tour. And, uh, you know, and if you read their book, uh, The Mystics, uh, the, the, the Hushabai, the book Hushabai, The Mystics, the classics, and, and the fact that they were, there was the mob and stuff like that. The whole history about the, the, uh, the, 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 the group and uh, one of them suffering the fact that uh, because he was silent about a uh, being a witness to a murder spent three years in jail and uh, kind of 
put a put a kibosh on the on the group for the three years because they were all related. They were two uh, brothers, uh, uh, a nephew, so they were all related. Uh, these guys were fantastic. They, we had them all on the show uh, just a couple of months ago. So uh, great, great group, group of guys. They said, hey, back when we were 19 years old, they were throwing panties and, and bras and everything up in the, on the uh, stage. And he goes, uh, uh, and they, they still do that today. He says, when we're playing, we're perform- the underwears are a little different. They're a lot bigger. They're bloomers. They're bloomers now, <laughs> but they still throw them up there. And then one of the other guys from the group says, well, you know, uh, uh, I did notice that the the group the people coming out to see us are getting younger, and uh, I think it was uh, uh, George. George says, uh, "Well, that's because they were wheeling their parents in." That's right. <laughs> the other ones were in the wheelchairs. He says those were the kids just bringing them in, you know. So uh, that was kind of kind of funny, and, and we made we made history with those guys being on the air with them. Yeah. So. Uh, we got a lot of great music. Uh, this is TBMSRadio.com with Brooklyn Mike and uh, Greg Bendelwitz. And also we have Lakeside Lee. Oh, I'm sorry. Lasagna Lisa here. Lisa Lasagna Lisa on Lasagna Sundays. on Sundays. Okay, Mickey Meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like the sausage? You love the meatballs. <laughs> so here is a shut up you face going out to Ryan. I don't want to change a thing, still a dance and a sing. I think about a mama, she used to say, what's the matter?
Just because she is so nice, Angelina. Angelina, which is sad to bits of you. I keep soup and minestrone just to be with her alone, Angelina. Angelina, which is sad to bits of you. Tivoglia bene. Angelina, I adore you. Angelina, I live for you. And passione. You have set my heart on fire. But Angelina never listens to my song. I eat Auntie Pasta twice just because she is so nice, Angelina. Angelina. Waitress at the pizzeria If she'll be a My caramia Then I'll join in matrimony With the girl who serves spamoni And Angelina will be mine She'll alone Amid some out of my mommy And my Give me a good tarara, mamma mia, pataccio tu Si te dunia la musicante, i te vai, i te veni, sembra lo strumento in a mano de Si te mi chiamano sia lo strumento, figli mia Oh mamma, zumma, zumma, baccola Oh mamma, zumma, zumma, baccola Oh mamma, zumma, zumma, baccola Bop, 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 bop,
I'd like to read to you a letter that I received from the old country. This is from a, a property in Sicily. It says, Caro Banjo Eyes, I write to you this letter because I'm a very lonesome for you. The last time I was see you face to face, when we was driving around in Chiappapalla's Fiat, Remember Chiappapalla? He tried to sell his Fiat, and he could not sell it, and you told him why. He says, because I got over 100,000 miles on it. You say to him, why don't you go to Jimmy Pizzamenti's garage, and for 10 lira, he changed back the speedometer for you. Well, I asked him last month if he sold his Fiat yet. He says, why should I sell it? It's only got 10,000 miles on it. 
But the reason I'm writing you this letter is I tried so hard to see you. I went on Alitalia Airlines. We was flying over the ocean. We was flying about 45 minutes. When the voice come over the intercom was saying, Welcome to Alitalia Airlines. This is your captain speaking, Garibaldi Mangiapane. We having trouble with the right engine, but it's nothing to worry about. Just like to let everybody know. In the meantime, have a glass of wine and maybe some pizza. We're gonna get back to you in just a little bit. Well, about 40 minutes later, the voice come over didn't come. It was saying again, hello, this is your captain, Garibaldi Mangiapane, once again. We still having trouble with the right engine. Just for precaution, we like to ask everybody who knows how to swim, you should go on the right side of the airplane. And everybody who does not know how to swim, I think it's better you go on the left side of the airplane. That's just for precaution. <laughs> it's nothing to worry about. Well, about five minutes later, the voice to come over the intercom was saying again, Uh-oh, April Day, April Day. I guess he meant to say Mayday, but in a property, that's the way they talk. He says, looks like we're gonna have to make a splash down landing on the water. We about the 500 feet off the water. Soon as we hit the water, everybody who knows how to swim, it's better you go right to the exit sign and swim straight ahead. You got nothing to worry about, but cows weighs less than a mile from the shore. And everybody on the left side of the airplane who does not know how to swim, we say to you, thanks a lot for flying Alitalia Airlines. Trombona, papa, papa, la trombetta, zinga, zingo, violina, plinga, plingo, mandolino, tutto, tutto, saxofone, tutto, un riscaletto, tipiti, 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 Signori e signori, io mi chiamo Peppino Surisella. And what a moving young, Peppino, oh you little mouse, so won't you go away? Find yourself another house to run around and play. You scare my girl, you eat my cheese, you even drink my wine. I've tried so hard to catch you, but you trick me all the time. Ci stanno usure, gilla, basciusella, redumur. Ogni sera che l'esce, guanna casa è scura. Indomienze da cucina, balla sulla sul. Ma parlo malandrina, pura gatta sa paura. Peppino usure, gilla, ma fatta scomparì. Mannaggia usura cilla a casa e n'ha dai Stasera in da cucina non può che vina già lassà E quando sempre ha cappina già in cappà Ma tu chi sei? Siciliano? No, I'm a calabrese, I'm not The other night I called my girl, I asked her could we meet I said let's go to my house, we could have a bite to eat And as we walked in through the door, she screamed at what she saw. There was little Peppino doing a cha-cha on the floor. Peppino zuna gilla, ma fatta scumbari. Mannaggio zuna gilla, a casa in addai. Stasera in da cucina, non può che vina già lassà. E quando si imbriaga, Peppino già in cappà. Ma 
If I ever catch, I'm gonna throw you right in a bagnaro. Quella non ci piace formaggio americano. Quella va trovando no poche parmigiana. Se fatta tiatta tiatta, custa vita buona. E quando che la cammina para proprio in un calandone. Peppino su regilla, ma fatta scomparì. Mannaggio su regilla, a casa in Adai. Stasera in da cucina non può che vino già lassà E quando sempre ha cappa e pina già in cappà Luigi, I got a present for you Ah, oh, you're a nice man Cozy wine, I put your hand in the box Oh, mannaggia, usura gelo, ma scasciata a mano, a mousetrap Usura mia Ehi, malentri It's Dominic the donkey, jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la, la, la. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La, la, la his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the mayor's derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. to dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Kumbaras and Kumbaras do they dance a darandel. When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings Ujucharil. Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. Sopra la coscia, uccellino se ti si s'ammoscia, era lì che voleva volare, l'uccellino della comare. Si posò sopra il ginocchio, l'uccellino era un poco finocchio. 
fiore rani che voleva volare l'uccellino dell'ato mare Si posò sopra le spalle, l'uccellino si gratta le palle, era lì che voleva volare, l'uccellino della gommare. Ora è vecchio e più non vola, l'uccellino di Nicola, era lì che voleva volare. L'uccellino della gommare Ogni tanto un rigore lo sbaglia L'uccellino di Giorgio Ghinaglia Era lì che voleva volare L'uccellino della commare Un uccello senza valore Un uccello di Salvatore Era lì che voleva volare L'uccellino della commare Si risveglia ogni sei mesi, l'uccellino dei baresi, era lì che voleva volare, l'uccellino della gommare, era lungo e fino fino, l'uccellino di Tommasino, era lì che voleva volare. L'uccellino della comare Si risveglia ogni trent'anni L'uccellino di Giovanni era lì che voleva volare l'uccellino della commare per finire battiamo le mani agli uccelli italiani era lì che voleva volare l'uccellino della commare Let us 
Brooklyn Mike, and you are on TBMSRadio.com. You're listening to the Brooklyn Mike Show, broadcasting across the globe on internet radio. So tune in, relax, and enjoy. Second stanza. Cella luna menzumara, mamma mia, mamma ridare. Figlia mia, cosa dare, mamma mia, pensaci a tu. Sette peglia lo volo, zia, isso va, isso vena, sembra scuppetta maratena. La fantasia di scuppettia vecchiuzza mia La la di la pesce fritta e baccalà Uè gomba una scuppetta c'ha giaccata And now for you nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language I'd like to do two choruses in British Lazy Mary, you better get up She answered back, I am not evil Lazy Mary, you better get up, we need the sheets for the table. Lazy Mary, you smoke in bed, there's only one man you should marry. 
My advice to you would be Is to pay attention to me You'd better marry a fireman He'll come and go, go and come Zembala boom bamana dena Zitching up a la bandazia De bomberia vigutsania La la di la di shivita bakala We gumba na bombina chajakata Oh gumba gamme voglio marita Gamme na vagliotta gamme voglio marita Gamme na vagliotta gamme voglio marita Gamme na vagliotta gamme voglio marita Hey, Lazy Mary by Lou Monte you know, we were just talking about that it was a uh, great episode in the Godfather movie when the wedding was going on. They were singing Lou, Mont- Lou Monty's version of uh, Lazy it's Mary. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the mother of the, uh, the, the bride actually was singing this in yes. the movie. That was a good song. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was his name? I'm trying to think. Uh, the guy, the, the head guy that was, uh, oh, my God, I can't think of anything today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? What are you talking about? Luca Brazzi. Oh, Luca Brazzi. Oh, Luca Brazzi. The muscle guy. Muscle. Did you know that Luca Brazzi was an actual mafia guy? I yeah. never knew that. He was. If you read the history of the, uh, the, the, the Godfather movie, Luca Brazzi was a real mafia mobster. He was the only one in the movie that was an actual mobster. And there was a scene where he was talking to himself during the, during the wedding, just before he was going in to see the Godfather. Well, Luca was actually nervous about reading his line. So he was practicing. And they actually caught it on film and they kept it and in the movie. Because it, it looked like he was a little out there. He yeah. was a little out there. But, but there, was, there was one other real mobster involved. Yep. And the guy that played dumb... Okay, this is going to drive me crazy. He, you taking my pills? I was going to say, no, did you take I my pills? Say, yeah, it's just like it was. Uh, he married the daughter. The daughter. He married. The, it was the oh, wedding. That, that was the wedding. Yeah, that's. Uh, so he's a friend of mine too. So he's on YouTube and yep. some of the other. And I, now I feel bad. I forgot his name now because I watch his stuff all the time. Oh my gosh, uh, he and, he's he. We're friends on Facebook. I can't think. Like and, I said, uh, I can't think yep, of anything. I totally drew a blank. But he has Ross Rossi Rossi. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Hold on, uh, it'll come he to me. He played Carlo. Carlo. He yep. played Carlo. Yep. His he, name. He was yeah. His story, his life story is is just fantastic. Yep. His involvement, his life growing up in and around New York City with with a lot of the the, the mob, um, how he survived a lot of things even though he was on the fringe all those years. Yeah, he ha- he actually has a, a a winery. Uh, he also has his own wine, um, and uh, he's in California, but he actually lives in uh, in New York. Carlo Rizzi. Carlo oh, Rizzi. Gianni Russo. Gianni Russo. He was he yeah. Carlo Rizzi was his yes. was his fictional character yes. name. Carlo was his character, right? Yes. And Gianni, uh, Gianni Russo, Russo uh, he married Connie Corleone. So um, now the Godfather was an actual was actual true story. Uh, it was a combination of uh, several Different, of the mobsters. Yes, it was, uh, it was a and the whole thing, the Godfather was actually Gambino, Carlo Gambino, and uh, of course the uh, the. Uh, character that played the singer that was actually frank sinatra so um interesting stuff so so um uh johnny russo is a friend of mine 
on Facebook as well. And uh, since I started this Italian show, uh, we've texted a couple of times, and he he likes some of the things that, uh, and he he does a lot of appearances too. He does. He he actually um, well, he ran a casino. Out he in ran Vegas. a casino in Vegas. He's just uh, incredible businessman. And, yep. But when you think about it, at a young age, he was involved in a lot, and I guess he was part of that group when he told the story about how he ended up in the movie. Yep. Because. He, he lived it. Yep. And he was very realistic. And he had some conversation with um, you know, uh, Mario Puzzo. Mario Puzzo and the Godfather himself yep. there, you know. And uh, so it was interesting to hear that clip of how he ended up in the movie because yeah. of his background. And he's, he's, he and uh, uh, Luca Brazzi was two of uh, the actors playing in The Godfather that were actually true mobsters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Johnny, he was, uh, like I said, he's got his own wine and stuff like this. And he, he, he has a great book out there that talks yes. about the whole connection between him, his history uh, in California. He, uh, he also was a, uh, uh, an owner of a, a nightclub. And, and there was a situation one time when he was trying to be straight. You know, trying to be straight as far as business and everything else. And then uh, somewhere along the line, uh, he said uh, somebody came in the club and was, uh, you know, ended up shooting somebody and, and Johnny took him out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. When you look at the, I forget what the, the channel is on YouTube and I don't want to mention it yeah. if I can remember, but just great little clips about his oh, yeah. life and an interesting guy. I yep. mean, but. Really not. I mean, very personable. I mean, to yeah. watch the clips. But oh, to, yeah. But to look at his background and his life and his, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. It, and I think uh, his book is called something like The uh, the True Mobster or something like that. Uh, Johnny Russo. So uh, the other guy uh, who played on Goodfellas, he is uh, the the main actor of Goodfellas. Who was that? Joe Pesci. Ray Liotta? Or Ray Liotta. No, 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 no. Oh, not not Goodfellas. Um, it's not Goodfellas. What's the other movie I'm thinking? He was a little boy. Uh, oh, with um. Oh, I think I'm getting your Bron- syndrome. Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. Bronx wow. Tale. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Bronx, Bronx Tale. Tale. The father was the bus driver. Yep. Was- yep. That's yes, yes. You're right. So the actual um, actor of the Bronx Tale. Um, uh, you had Robert De Niro was in there. Chaz, Chaz, Chaz Palmentary. Chaz Palmentary is another friend of mine on Facebook uh, through this whole uh, Italian show that we do. We've gotten connected. Now, um, the Bronx Tale was actually a true story. The little boy that plays in that movie in the Bronx Tale, it is actually Chaz Palmentary. It's the story about Chaz Palmentary. And that's how he grew up. So in the movie, The Bronx Tale, Chaz Palmateri plays the mobster. Right, correct. But the actual Chaz Palmateri happens to be the young little boy. And that's the story is all about his, the young little boy. His life. Yeah. His life. Have to, yeah. So, so Chaz, uh, Chaz owns a restaurant in Manhattan called Palmateri's. Uh, and that's another restaurant we need to go to when we go to Manhattan again. But uh, I might just have to tag along to the restaurant and the, yeah. the, the pastry. Yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. So, you're a noise in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, uh, you know, another place that we've taken, uh, I've taken Lisa, was the Patsy's, re- Patsy's Italian oh, restaurant. Patsy's, yeah. Have you been there? No, I know people that have, but are there sauces? I mean, sauces I mean, are fantastic. Incredible. 
Now, Patsy's Italian restaurant was uh, Frank Sinatra's favorite place. And that's where Frank used to go. Now, we talked about, there's, there's two stories in particular about Frank. Uh, uh, one, uh, Frank was having dinner while uh, Don Rickles was there. And Don Rickles and Frank never, never physically met face to face. So Don Rickles was sitting at a table. And, uh, and this, was also, this story was also told, told on the Merv Griffin show. And he says, uh, he says Don went up to uh, Frank because Don was there with a girlfriend of his. And uh, the girlfriend said to Don, she goes, oh, my God, there's Frank Sinatra. And uh, Don looked at her and goes, oh, I know Frank. She goes, you do? And he goes, yeah. Now they never met. I can see him doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Don went up to Frank Sinatra while Frank was eating dinner. And he goes, hey, Frank. He goes, hey, Don, how you doing? It's great to meet you, this and that and all. He goes, I I appreciate that, Frank. But uh, I'm here with a girl, a new girlfriend, and she loves you. And I told her that I knew you. Would you mind coming over to the table and saying hello? So Frank says, no, when I'm done, you know, I'll, I'll stop by the table. Be happy. Thank you. You know, okay. Don goes back to the table. And a little while later, uh, Frank had finished dinner. They had just got their dinner, uh, Don and his girlfriend. And Frank Sinatra walked up and goes, hey, Don, good to see you. I haven't seen you in such a long time. Don looks up at Frank Sinatra and goes, Frank, don't you see I'm having dinner? Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> He would do something like that, too. Yeah, he loved to rub the wrong way just to see what he can get away with. (laughs) So then uh, another story was when the New York Yankees won the uh, pennant and uh, won the World Series. And uh, uh, they had made reservations at Patsy's Italian Restaurant. Well, just at the time when they were getting ready to celebrate, they had just all got there. The owner of Patsy's had a call from Frank, and Frank said, hey, I'm coming down for dinner. And he said, oh, my gosh, okay. So he walks up, and he goes to Billy Martin. He goes, Billy, I'm so sorry. He says, I just got to slide you guys over, and I got to put the partition up because we got somebody coming that that I need some privacy. And and Billy's like, who the hell is coming here, you know, Patsy? Who's coming here that that is more important than me, Billy Martin, and the New York Yankees winning the World Series? He says, I can't tell you. Just please you know, if we could, he says, no problem. So they moved, they put the partition up. Frank had his own private entrance to the, to the restaurant. And, um, he comes in and Billy, Billy says, I got to find out who the hell this is. So Billy pulls back the curtain and realizes it's Frank Sinatra. Now, Frank was a, uh, a fan of the Brooklyn Dodgers and, uh, yes, I'm he was not a fan of the New York Yankees. So, uh, so, so, uh, Billy went up to Frank and says, Hey Frank, you know, it's good to meet you. You know, it's a pleasure. He said, Hey Billy, he says, congratulations on the world series, this and that. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, yeah. He says, I had to just find out who the hell pushed me out of the room. That was so important, more important than me. He says, but Frank, you know, I'll let this slide, you know? So, uh, Billy goes back to the, to the room and he actually tells the team, that, hey, yes, Frank Sinatra is here. He says, I, w- I want every one of you guys to meet Frank, you know. So they all got in the line and they all got to shake hands with Frank. And Frank's like, uh, geez, I came here for a private dinner, you know. And, and he goes, and here I got to shake the hands of the team that I don't really care for, right? <laughs> Pretty gracious. Yeah. yeah. So so evidently uh, at the end, Frank or Billy went to pay for his bill and Frank had paid the entire bill for the really? New York Yankees. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned Billy Martin because growing up where I did, not too far from New York City, my dad was a businessman. 
And he knew some people that owned businesses that had box seats at Yankee yep. Stadium, season tickets. And, and these guys, some of these companies had these seats and never used them. Right. So the one company right down the street from the house, my father knew the guy, knew the guy that owned the business. And he said, hey, Dennis, anytime you want to take your kids to the ball game, feel free, stop in or grab the, grab the ticket. You know, we have season pass, whatever. So I spent you know, some of the best years, modern years of the Yankees. You're talking 74, 75, 76, 77 I was at like in the summer. We were like at almost every home game in some of the best seats. I mean, literally, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. We'd eat dinner and be like, "That's like uh, Yankees are playing like an hour and a half, two hours." You're like, "Yeah, let's <laughs> go." My buddies, we all go down and we, you know, be on the first baseline right behind the dugout. Nice. And it was nice as a kid being able to like, and, and it wasn't what it is today with security and everybody's flipping out. Oh yeah. We used to like step over the railing and sit on the roof of the dugout with your program. And as you know, Bucky Dent and Goose Gossett. Oh my Tom gosh. Seaver, There's some names coming out. Tom Seaver. Like, hey, would you sign this? If I had those programs now, I could really retire. Oh, right. 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 I mean, and it was, it was, but you know, Billy Martin and that whole, that whole era. Yeah. Well, that was fantastic. You know, oh yeah. Anybody's ever seen the summer of 77, which was a movie about everything going on in New York city at the time with the, the, the blackout of 77, son of Sam. Oh yeah. He's world series. All interesting movie but it's just funny to look at that movie and realize that you, you know, lived it you lived it you lived it, it. Pretty yeah cool. it yeah was pretty neat but yeah billy martin was a character he was he was and uh and you know a lot of good stories as a matter of fact uh lisa when we went there for dinner uh they they treated her like a queen you know because they they knew who i was and and uh through the italian show and uh and that, at the time i was doing some italian shows with don giovanni <laughs> before I had my own show. So, uh, but uh, they knew who I was and, and uh, they treated her like a queen and they're like, come on, we're going to show you where Frank used to sit. So she got to sit in Frank's chair and, and nice. they still have the table set up for Frank, you know. And the stairwell that he used to come up through the back, they took oh, me really? down that. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, had, there was a private doorway that uh, on the street side that he used to go up and, and used to go straight up to the second level where they have a, uh, an external stairway uh, on the inside of the restaurant so people can go up to the second floor for, for events. But Frank had his own private one, street level, that went straight up to his room. They put the partition up so nobody knew that he was actually there. That's yeah. great. So we but, got to see the table. The table still sits in the same something? way. Yeah. And, and and sometimes Frank used to go, go to the restaurant, and uh, depending on, you know, he wanted to have some fun with people, he'd go in the uh, in the um, uh, kitchen area and, and, and get himself a an apron. And he'd put on an apron and he'd get the uh, order book. He'd go to a table. And he'd go to a table <laughs> and he'd say, oh, how can I help you? What, what would you have tonight? You know, and, and these people would place an order. And then until they look up and they look at him and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Now, that's that's great. That's great that's stuff. That's great to even yeah. do that. Can you imagine sitting there and then all of a sudden Frank Sinatra coming up to you and saying, trying to take your order? And what do you say? Yeah. You uh, what you say? Is that, Aren't you Frank Sinatra? And he goes, not at all. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking <laughs> my your name, My name's Tony. I work yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, some of the things that, uh, you know, he, he just was a, was a great entertainer. And, and we were talking earlier, too, that he was, he was friends with Jimmy Rosselli. This is a, a lot that a lot of people don't, don't realize. Jimmy Rosselli and him were, uh, were neighbors. They only lived about three doors down from each other. Um, him and Jimmy went to school together. They, uh, they, uh, uh, hung out together. They practiced. They used to sing together after school. And, uh, that's when they used to get together and they, somewhere along the line, they had a falling out. And, um, uh, 
honestly, I believe, and I love Frank Sinatra and I love Jimmy Rosselli. Jimmy Rosselli is one of my favorite all time Italian American singers. Um, they had a fallen out and uh, Frank, uh, Frank's mother loved Jimmy Rosselli. He was Nabili Don. And uh, she, she, it was her birthday. It was one of her 95th birthday or something like that. And she, she used to tell Frank, Frank, why don't you sing more like Jimmy Rosselli? All right. And uh, Frank used to, yeah, okay, man, whatever. And uh, now Frank didn't sing Italian American. He sang American. Once in a while, you'd heard an Italian word or something. But Jimmy Rosselli actually sung Italian American. And I believe that Jimmy Rosselli's voice was much better than Frank's. And he had a much, uh, uh, he could hit all kinds of notes and, and stuff like this. And so I thought Jimmy Rosselli was a, which, was a much better singer than Frank. And if Jimmy uh, had been as famous as Frank, that he would have been far beyond what Frank was. But when they had that falling out and Jimmy's or Frank Sinatra's mom wanted Jimmy to play at her birthday party, Jimmy declined. And and that really broke the relationship between Frank and Jimmy. And uh, from that point forward, Jimmy's career was kind of limited. Frank had a lot of more connections than Jimmy did. And Jimmy was more of a he was the good guy and he he never wanted to get mixed up with the mob. But uh, Frank's uh, Frank's uh, connections kind of limited his career. You know, I, you think about those names, and they, they were the crooners. You know, yep. that was what they did. And you'd be in nightclubs <clears throat> singing these amazing songs in person while people are dining in an upscale place. How nice would it be today to have young people who had that same genre, young yep. singers, where you could bring them into a local nightclub in our area? And have them sing those songs in those classes. Isn't that fantastic? And do that now. I mean, yeah. and it, you know, I thought about that thinking, boy, what, what kind of a business plan would that be to have a, That'd be a nightclub that was a real nightclub where you had real quality singers come in and do live shows? Kind of like the nightclub in uh, Goodfellas, right? When they came in yeah, with. Yeah, very similar. Well, yeah. that's what Club 86 right here yeah. used to be. That's, yeah, they that's used to do started. that all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The history in that club right here in Geneva is fantastic. Oh, and the, the singers, the singers that they, they had, had in yeah. there of every, every kind of singer, every genre of music that they had right here in Geneva. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, Lisa, your, your friend, uh, what's her name? Uh, her husband is a uh, Frank Sinatra impersonator. He sings Frank Sinatra songs. Um, he, long hair. He has long hair. We took his. We took Are his. You taking mu- his medicine too? <laughs> I don't. I think so. <laughs> we 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 took his music with us and we played it on the air one time. And uh, you know he he uh, he dresses in a in a tux and he'll go and sing Frank Sinatra music. Remember we were talking about maybe even doing a show. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. She I was don't at. Remember. She was at the dinner with us at. Uh, at uh, Uncle, not Uncle Frank's, but uh, when we went with all your friends from, remember that time we had dinner? <laughs> we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll figure that out. I gotta but figure who he's, he's yeah, he sang Frank Sinatra's stuff. He sat with me, he sat right to my left, and your friend who passed away was there. She had cancer. You still with me? Yeah, no, I'm. Th- oh, oh, Su- see? Susan and um, 
Yeah. Her husband. Yes. Yeah, okay. My my coworker, my former coworkers. Former had, coworker. Right. He sang Frank Sinatra. Yes. And he did a lot of Frank's. See? Now, who was this? Now that we remember. Yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, was it somebody local? No, worked? they live in Rochester. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so. But I used to work with her. She used to live in Seneca Falls, and I used to work with her at Mike's office. Right. And um, Mike Nizzolio, who yes, was a former senator, former senator yeah. of the state of New York. And, uh, and and so we hooked up. Remember, we, we hooked up with her, her husband. Yeah. He sent me a couple of Frank Sinatra songs and he sounds very yes. much like Frank Sinatra. Yes. Oh, nice. So we were actually thinking about doing, uh, you know, before COVID, we were actually thinking about doing this. What you were talking about is having a show at the Holiday Inn or something where we would have Frank uh, as a or. Her her friend. Could could we do it on a smaller version, even at the Suns? Oh, absolutely. The Italian American. Absolutely, company? absolutely. I and mean, I think for a fundraiser. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. We, you know, Scott. Scott. His name was you Scott. Come to me. And uh, and Scott is uh, sings a very good Frank Sinatra music. As a matter of fact, uh, let me see if I have. I mean, even even for, you know, once the whole COVID thing is done, when we do our. Uh, our, our annual Italian festival. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we yeah, uh, as a as a nice draw. Yeah, I that would be kind of cool. And and uh, and and I told I told the guys at the Sun since I joined this uh, Sun's uh, uh, lodge that uh, you know they don't have to worry about uh, uh, entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> Scott Kirby. Yeah. Scott Kirby. So uh, as a matter of fact, uh, here's here's an interesting. Um, you know what? He played he played a song. I'm going to play a song by Jimmy Rosselli, State Vicina Me, which means stay next to me, stay close to me. And then right after Jimmy Rosselli, uh, we're going to play a song by Scott Kirby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a Frank Sinatra song, Come Fly With Me. And that would be not Frank, but Scott Kirby, your friend. Mm-hmm. So here is uh, Jimmy Rosselli with State Vicina Me. Suspira ma abbracciata come una volta sia vita mia si pure una bugia vuole una verità state vicino a me per una sera tu non lo puoi sapere come si cara accarezza ma come oggi accarezza luna accarezza ma come mare accarezza arena fammi Di, te voglio bene come della giardì non me la so pensiero che perda te come va paura state vicino a me buona da sera State vicino a me, buona da sera. Tu non lo puoi sapere come si cara. 
gomođila kareca luna A karec ma komovara A karec arena Pa ma durmi Combo de la giadi Te voglio bene Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just fly starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near Well, you might even hear A whole gang of cheers Just because we're together Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day Just say those words and we'll beat the birds Down to Acapulco Bay It's so perfect for a flying honeymoon Oh, babe, come fly with me Let's fly, let's fly Pack up, let's fly away Everybody loves somebody somehow Everybody falls in love somehow Something in your kiss just told me My sometime is now Everybody finds somebody someplace no telling where love may appear Something in my heart keeps saying My someplace is here If I had it in my power 
I'd arrange for every girl to have your charm Then every minute, every hour Every boy would find what I'd found in your heart Everybody lost somebody sometime And although my dream was overdue Your love made it well worth waiting For someone like you I would arrange for every girl to have your charm Bambina, 
nessuno mantieni solamente per me ritorna a me è la santa venuta vieni tu vieni tu solo tu solo tu mi amo ritorna me Little pal, if daddy goes away Promise you'll be good from day to day Do as mother says and never sin Be the man your daddy might have been Your daddy didn't have an easy start So here's the wish that's dearest in my heart What I couldn't be Little pie I want, I want you to be my little pal I want you to sing, be happy While your daddy's away Each night How I pray Little pal That you You'll turn just out right My little pal And if someday, someday you should be on a new, a new daddy's knee, think about me now and then, little pal.
about me now and then little power pray for me now and then my little
Prado. That's what's playing in the background right now. And before that was, uh, of course, Andrew Bocelli. Time to say goodbye. And we had a great time. We did. We I had Mr. Greg with time. us. Yes. Greg, Greg, uh, good friend, Greg Benzowitz. And like I said, don't mistake in that name <laughs> that he's not a paisan. Just to clarify, the family names are Romeo, Fusina, Colombo. All the, so you're all the <laughs> all the vowels at the end, yeah. and then uh, I don't know how you know Benzlowitz came in. <laughs> My dad, God bless him, God yeah. rest his soul. He was probably more Italian than great, everybody else. He, great Polish name, but he he loved being with my, my mother's side of the family. So yeah. Who doesn't like being with the Italians? No, but my dad was a phenomenal cook. Mm-hmm. He would cook, cook Italian. He did everything. Mm-hmm. He really did. My oh. mother had it made. She never even walked in the kitchen if she didn't want to. She, <laughs> she was the baker. Right. She'd bake everything. We had more baked goods in the house. My dad was, was the cook. So the, 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 the Polish guy did all the cooking in nice. the house. Nice. But uh, we had it. We had a good time. Greg was here with us. He a retired detective, lieutenant from the city of Geneva. Currently, the Ontario County Republican supervisor for the city of Geneva. We need yes. some great people in uh, in office. And uh, Greg knows he's been uh, ever since I met him. You know, since uh, since we met Greg um, and found out that you were from Brooklyn. It's almost like the people from Brooklyn kind of migrate with each other. You know, it's like, oh, hey, hey, he's a my, paisan. My, my dad was from Brooklyn and yeah. my family was, yeah. And I was up a little farther. I was a middle town. So we, we had, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, in Goodfellas. Was it Goodfellas where they said, uh, you're, you're, uh, he's one of us. That's right. He's one of us, and uh, what w- they had a couple of. Uh, he's one of us, or he's uh, he's. Uh, that was that other movie. Um, oh, Braxo, Brasco. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie Brasco. Brasco. You know, it's, it's it's unique to us. We think it's normal. Yeah. Really, anybody with Italian American heritage whose families came in and through and lived in New York City in that greater metropolitan area. There's a connection that you need. Right. Yeah. It's, it's it always is. different, and you understand things that other people goes over their head. Yeah. Yep. It it does, and and you got that uh, certain bond, you know. And and uh, the other thing that uh, is is engraved in our heritage and culture is, uh, you know, when you tell somebody something, you take it to your grave. You know, right. it's not it's right. not something like uh, you know over here in the, the town of Geneva. You tell somebody. <laughs> In five minutes, five minutes, it's all over the the city. city Knows, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. That's interesting. As a matter of fact, it's like a patent place here. You know, it's it's unique. We're in a unique little community. It's unusual. I'll tell you, it's not what I was used to growing up. Everybody has a gomada here. Hence the name, uniquely urban. Yeah, uniquely. Yeah. yeah, When I heard that, true. That's our description of our city. Our Mm -hmm. city. Tag uniquely right. urban. It's true, but it's you know out of, <laughs> out of context. I can't believe they actually picked that. But you know what? I've been here now. July is going to be thirty years. Thirty years. Yep. And it's hard to believe since I'm only twenty five. I'm I'm the, I, baby. <laughs> I'm the baby but, of Geneva. But, three, uh, three years. But I, I can't believe the time is is flown. But, yeah. You know, I, before that, I spent uh, you know twenty four, twenty five years elsewhere, and a lot of it I grew up like you know outside of New York City. Yeah. So. Three years uh, I've been here in Geneva, and I, I see it every time I see one of the city councilors or I show up at one of their meetings, I go, ah, shit, he's but here. It, look, as a county supervisor, I'll tell you, Ontario County government, it runs like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Yes. It's an ex- yep. it's, it really is an example of good bipartisan leadership. Yep. 
And uh, you've got some good supervisors on that board. Everyone, and phenomenal. Jack Marin is amazing. Jack's amazing is the chairman, and everybody on that board is truly there. They're dedicated. Yep. And they're there to do the people's business. People's business. It's, it and, doesn't and, become a personal agenda or a national agenda trying to be imposed at a local level. Absolutely. They handle absolutely. the people's business at their local level. And it really is. It's a phenomenal. And that's and that's why we gotta break the city the city uh the city structure there. We gotta get uh and and uh, we're working on it. And I, and I, you know, and I don't want to speak disparagingly in any way of another elected official, but I think we need to look at some some professional. Tweaking. Look at you're, you're representing the people of the right. community that elected you and put you there, and uh, you know there there needs to be some professional standards and way you you address things and absolutely things, absolutely you know, and, and and just a nice way of doing things. Right. You're you're you're, you're representative of that people in this city. Yeah. It really is. It's an awesome little city. Geneva, the potential in Geneva is tremendous. Absolutely. When I, when I first came here and I looked around and I saw just the raw potential yep. the land and location and people. And it's resources. still, there's nothing that's it's uh, untapped. Yeah, it's, it's un- totally untapped. untapped. And, and it's a beautiful area. People this place could be rich, very it, rich. It could be beyond rich. Yep. In a good way. I'm not yep. talking about in a snobby way. No, no, no. Or, or an exclusive no, way. No, a city that can survive on its own, a city that Correct. has no problems, a city Correct. that could have the best of police departments, fire departments, so on and so on and so on. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to be... But I'll yeah. say that it, it could be the best yep. individual, self-contained, self-sufficient yeah, exactly. place. Because we I tell you what, from a human resource point, we got some amazing people in this city who have right. done some amazing things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I want to see this city. We're going to do it to its true to true potential. We're going to make it, really it happen. Is untapped. We're going to make it happen. It, we got uh, people gem. like uh, myself, Peter Gelati, and, and things like yeah. that. Greg needs this. to be on the Brooklyn. Greg, beef. Greg's got to be on I'll the. Be there. He's got to be on. The, I'll reserve all comment for the Brooklyn beef. That Brooklyn you beef, yeah, and but, and uh, you know what we have here with the, the wineries and the lakes is so unique and people don't really, I mean, there's people from all part, like downstate metropolitan New York who've never been up here. When they come up here, they can't believe number one, they're still in the same state. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that this exists. Right. You're just shocked. Because just everybody shocked. has this, uh, uh, perception that, uh, New York is all high rises and, uh, hustle and bustle. And then you come to a city like this and it's absolutely well, and, gorgeous. And you meet people who've spent their whole life in a 12 block area of New right. York city. And they think Poughkeepsie's on a Canadian border. You know? <laughs> <laughs> really? And this is, you know, they have no idea. But, right. you know, when you tell them, no, I live on, you know, Seneca Lake. Well, where is that? And I, well, how big is the lake? You yeah. know, they think like it's, you know, like. Yeah, they Green, think it's like a pond. with Lake, you know, like, no, it's like it's 38 miles long. And they go, well, one lake? You're joking. And they don't believe <laughs> yeah, it. Right. And you have to explain to them that it's 38 miles long and about 800 feet deep. Yeah. <laughs> and they think and you're crazy. Some. And, 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 and they then think some. And they think you're crazy. And, yeah. and we're one of 11 of those. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they, they go, were you? Yeah. Great place Between to, Rochester and Syracuse, yeah. that's what yeah. we say. Great apparently. place to hide some people. Right. And, <laughs> and in a way, you don't want them to find it because it is a gem. Exactly. Yeah. This is like... The, uh, I it's think, a hidden secret. Having lived and been all over New York State, this is like, I think, like the last bastion of what New York was. Right. And, you know, and it's, and it's incredible. The, the region is incredible. You want to tell people about it because it's great, but you don't want them necessarily to come here either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to keep it to yourself, right, exactly. But, right. you, but you can't. So our tourism has grown, and it's uh, it's spectacular. I told Lisa, I says, can you imagine the uh, very first time if I decide to run for office and 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 I make it to an office and I get to city council meeting, very first day, 
Let me tell you how it's going to go here, guys. <laughs> it could be a real mess. <laughs> but but I'll tell you, it, it is. It's and, and we're right, the whole city wraps around the north tip of the lake. Yeah, and people it's, don't realize it's, it's a resource that's right there. My backyard, my, my window faces the boat launch at the city park. I know. And you I don't know. realize it being on, on where I am in an old neighborhood like right. that until you look out your back door. <laughs> right? Well, Greg, it's been awesome. I had a great time great with you, time. and I hope you become more of a regular on the show here. So uh, please come on uh, come on the show I, anytime. I will do my best to make it when I can with some other good stories and some requests. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Brooklyn Mike on tbmsradio.com. So uh, thank you for being a part of the show, and uh, have a great time, and uh, uh, stick with us throughout the day, and uh, take care of your family. You know, they'll take care of you. Ciao. Thank you. Hi, hi, this is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. Hi, this is Madonna. This is David Bowie. Transmitting your favorite hits across the globe on internet radio. Ladies and gentlemen. From the studios in Geneva, New York. We got a big broadcast to do here. The boy from Brooklyn. The, the, the godfather of Geneva. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. And this is the, the Brooklyn Mike Show. Mike Show. Yeah. Download, download, download. Download the Brooklyn Mike Show app. Download it. Yeah. Download it for free. And tune in across the globe on internet radio. Every Sunday. All of your Italian American classic hits. Here we go. With go, DJ go. Brooklyn Mike on internet radio. What the hell is this? That's a Sicilian message. It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. This wasn't enough time, Michael. Was enough time. You're my older brother, and I love you. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. So say good night to the bad guy.